A quick note about this podcast. Information is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to include or constitute financial product advice. You should obtain independent advice from an Australian Financial Services licensee before making any investment decisions. Please refer to ASX's full disclaimer with respect to this podcast on the section of the ASX website titled The Ideas Exchange by ASX. Welcome to the June edition of ASX's Market Activity Podcast. My name is Graham O'Brien. Joining me again is Jacinta Schlosser, our resident investment products expert at ASX. Jacinta and myself have been busy in May, presenting at ASX Investor Days in Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. Jacinta, what was your favourite part of the trip? I'd have to say at the end of the day, now that before, just bear with me. So the end of the day, because the investors are still sitting in the audience, we've wrapped up, we've come off stage and they're smiling. They want to catch your attention. They want to have a conversation. And no matter whether I speak to a beginner, intermediate or a seasoned investor, each of them have had got something out of it and they're desperate to go, when's the next one? We want to come back and want to bring our friends. So I I think that's a testament to how fantastic the day is. Yeah, I agree. But the end of the day, my favourite part was the Philly cheese in Brisbane. But, uh, <laughs> I do when, keep hearing about these. <laughs> but when, when I think about the day itself, I thought one of the best things about Investor Day this time around was the amount of female presenters we had. And you hosted a panel with uh, all females. I remember that one in Brisbane as well. I thought it was excellent to have some different opinions for a lot of our new investors as well. And we're going to touch on the Australian Investor Study in a little while's time, but we know that at least 50% of all new investors are female. And it was great to have a, a really good broad range of presenters, including females at our event. Yes, you're right, Graham. We actually kicked off with um, Gemma Dale as our keynote speaker, giving a macro and uh, you know, market update, what's been happening or how are we all feeling. And then we followed up with the panel that I hosted um, with three very impressive women. And we will actually have videos of that, the highlights up on our website, and you can catch that shortly. Yeah, that's great. I'm looking forward to it again in November. Yes, that's right, November, and the dates are already locked in. So if you head to the events section of our website, you can find those dates there. Brilliant. Let's talk about markets now. Unfortunately, the market got a little lost while we were away. It looked like the market opened on a high and finished on a low. Perhaps how New South Wales probably felt last night watching the State of Origins opening game. Graham, what was driving this market activity? Now, that's a low blow. You knew I had to say it. You knew I had to say it. But as you say, the market did open on its high and it opened the month at 7,309 points, closing down 3% at 7,091 points. The domestic market story is still all about inflation and interest rate expectations, coupled with a debt ceiling issue in the US. We now know that the debt ceiling issue has been kicked down the road beyond the next US Fed election. But back at home, the market on Wednesday, the last day of the month, gave back its gains from the good news coming out of the US And a little bit more, as domestic inflation numbers for April came in above the Reserve Bank's targets. The market is again concerned about further interest rate rises dampening company profits. To put it into context, over half of the month's 3% fall came on the last day when inflation numbers were released, with the market falling 118 points on Wednesday. Jacinta, how did each of the main market sectors perform in May? In May? 
eight out of 11 sectors finished down. So consumer discretionary, down 6.2%. Financials, down 4.8%. Consumer staples, down 4.6%. Materials, down 4.5%. Resources, down 3.9%. Small ords, down 3.3%. AREITs, down 1.8%. Telco, down 1.2%. Leaving us with the three positive sectors being healthcare, up 0.1%. Energy, 0.2%. Technology, 4%. So, Graham, what about the individual stocks? We'll start with the winners for our individual stocks, and we're going to look at the companies in our top 300. The winners, Leo Lithium, up 73%. Megaport up 71%, Life360 up 41%, Adbury also up 41%, and Weebit Nano up 30%. I actually can recall Weebit Nano being one of the stocks being asked about at Buy, Hold, Sell at our uh, Investor Day. And the losers, 28 Metals down 39%, Syro Resources down 33%, Ooh Media down 32%, 5E Advanced Materials down 32% and Accent Group down 31%. Now over to investment products. Jacinta, can you give us a rundown of the April that was for investment products? Yes, Graeme, everything is up this month in investment products land. So in April, total assets under management of all ASX investment products increased from $390.76 billion to $404.17 billion. Exchange traded products were up 2.4% from $138.79 billion to $142.13 billion. M funds were up 0.7% from $1.67 billion to $1.68 billion. Licks and Lits were up 0.3% from $48.92 billion to $49.08 billion. A REITs were up 5.1% from $136.45 billion to $143.00. billion and infrastructure funds were up 4.6% from 64.94 billion to 67.91 billion. And for the month of April, we also saw exchange traded products flows of 3.34 billion and the asset class breakdown by percent to April remained steady with Australian equities 28%, global equities 47%, fixed income 12% and other 13%. And Graham, we still have more investment products in the pipeline, so stay tuned for this space. In other news, next week we will host the ASX Financial Advisor Day in conjunction with Kaplan Professional, and the event will be held on Thursday 8th of June, and it's completely online. And to register, look for the link to ASX Financial Advisor Day on our homepage. We will also launch the ASX Australian Investor Study on 20th of June. Graham, can you tell us a little more about this study? Yeah, we've been running it since 1986, the ASX Australian Investor Study. I knew it back then as the Australian Share Ownership Study, so we've had a name change, but it's definitely looking at a much broader group of investors when we start taking in an investor study. And it's really been a great guide and gives us some insights into the changing investor behaviours. It is an in-depth analysis of investor attitudes, behaviour and decision-making and is undertaken every few years. The results from the 2023 study are in, and it showed that the number of new investors to the market has increased rapidly since COVID. The report will be available on our website after the 20th of June launch. 
Thank you. Well, that's our update for June. And on behalf of Graham and myself, we wish you all the best with your investments through June. Visit the ASX website, asx.com.au, and register for the next CEO Connect event and hear directly from CEOs of leading ASX stocks about their business vision, strategy, and company's latest achievements. 